provocative podcast all right guys if you're watching the camera i'm literally tearing up right now like from me laughing at myself because i was like jamming out to the song as chris is putting it on right now and have a fucking crick in my neck <laughs> and my neck hurts so bad i don't know if i slept wrong or what happened but i was like jamming out and i like i just twisted it a little bit right now and i was like oh shit that kind of hurts and now i'm realizing that the camera is facing that side so if i'm like Looking all weird to the camera right now, it's because I have a crack in my neck, okay? I think I just slept wrong or something. Chris earlier was like, are you okay? Because his desk is behind my desk. And he would be like, hey, I need your help on something or I need you to answer this. And I would like turn around slowly. He's like, is there something wrong with your neck? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I think I slept wrong. He's like, yeah, you you look kind of dumb right now. I'm like, it's because I have a fucking crack in my neck. Um, anyways, guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm going to already introduce our guest because my intro has to do a little bit with him. So today's guest is my husband, Chris Pineda. What's up, guys? Uh, so, all right. Um, I just figured I'd go ahead and intro you because uh, my intro for today's segment has to do with like some of the shows we're watching, too. So first off, I have been reading. I started reading a little bit in Hawaii. Um, the book is called Dark Matter. It's something oh, very different than I'm used to reading. Very like... It's still nonfiction. It's still fiction, right? Because it's fake, so it's nonfiction. Yeah. <laughs> fiction is make-believe. Fiction, yes. Yep. Yes. I think I just got it confused. Okay, fiction. But it's a lot of it has to do with, like, science and different universes, and, like, it's just weird. Um, but it's actually really good. It's very interesting. Like, it's very, like, um, it's almost like a, a thriller kind of book. And it's so far, I'm like almost halfway through with it. And it's really good. It's not part of my book club. Honestly, guys, I don't know what happened. You insert crickets here. It is banded. <laughs> the book club, just we just kind of stopped reading. But we really need to start it back up because it was so much fun. I actually got my sisters to read Verity and it ends with us and they both loved it. They both read each book in a day, which I was really proud of my sisters for doing that. We didn't even know they knew how to read. Oh my gosh. Stop. Chris is like, ah, oh, I don't know. They knew how to read. I'm like, oh my God, stop. So they both read the book, which I'm really happy and proud of them for reading, um, for taking the time to read because I know it's you're you get so caught up in your own life and social media and stuff that it's very rare for you to pick up a book if you're not used to picking up a book. So I'm just really proud of them for, you know, actually making an effort to read the book that I gave them. Sounding out the words, putting it together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. OK. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I'm reading that. And then Chris and I, um, we finished uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Eh. yeah yeah that's pretty much eh. i don't want to ruin it for people who haven't watched it but the season started out really good yeah the first part of the season the volume one whatever and yeah. then volume two was yeah okay yeah i wasn't in love with it then we started watching like a random show which is what i i kind of wanted your input on this um where it was like i think it's called sex room right Oh, just that one episode? Yeah. yeah, we watched that one episode. Um, but it's apparently if no, you No, how to build a sex room. Oh, like, how to how build this like yeah, that. how to build a sex room is what it's called on Netflix. Um and sh basically this designer comes in and builds a sex room in your house wherever you want it to be. And it's it was kinda like interesting to watch. I wanna watch more episodes just to see. I told Chris that I would get actually ideas. <laughs> get ideas. You said you don't wanna be I don't wanna be hit. Like, like oh, with the, I, yeah, pain's not for me, guys. What is that thing called that they were saying? Uh, a flog. A, a flog. Yeah, a flogger. Getting yeah, flogged. getting flogged. I don't think I would like getting flogged. 
I think I think it depends on what I'm flogging you with, but I think I think there's possibilities of you liking it. Yeah, maybe like tickling a little bit, but not like smacking. I don't like being smacked. I'm not a smacker. Don't smack me. I'm a choker. Still do it, but you know. <laughs> I'm a choker. Choke me all the way, but do not smack me because it just no, makes no. Don't me choke you all the way. <laughs> choke choke you to the right amount. <laughs> Uh, but it was really interesting to watch guys because, uh, yeah, just like what she does to transform the sex rooms. I was actually telling Chris that I would actually like a sex room because if we had more rooms, yeah. And it'd have to be a room that wasn't so easily accessible. Right. Right. right for sure. Like you don't like want have to be a room attached to our room. I think. Yeah. Um, just because our room is like, I feel like it's my Zen space. I love it being clean and stuff like that. And we get dirty. <laughs> we get dirty. I would like to get dirtier, but... But she's not about it. Yeah, I just don't like messing up, like, the sheets. I don't like getting fluids on certain things. <laughs> you have to lay down plastic tarps every single time. <laughs> I wouldn't be that person. But that, I just would like a sex room where everything's kind of made out of, like, really, like, easy to clean up material. So, like, you know, fluids could go anywhere and I would be good. But I would actually really, I told Chris, I think I would really like to have a sex room in the house, but we would definitely have to like build out of our room because yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want it to be easily accessible to other people. But anyways, we're watching that. And lastly, highly recommend to watch. It's number one right now on Netflix, uh, the girl in the picture, right? Yeah. Something like that. The girl or a girl in the picture, something like that. Whatever. It's pretty number, good. Number right? one on movies right now. Yeah. That shit was wild. Yeah. Had a lot of unexpected turns. You thought it was like getting to a conclusion and then they throw something else and yeah. you're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. And they throw in another one. I think they threw in like four curveballs on me. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's based on it's a true wild. story, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a documentary movie because it's only like one episode, but it's so interesting, guys. Like highly, highly recommend that you guys watch it. All right. Anything yeah, I recommend else that too. you want to add for the week? I don't think we've done uh, pretty no. much anything. Uh, for those of you that keep up with No Evil, we finally have some a lot of stuff on the way actually finally finalize yeah, a lot really of ideas a lot of concepts as far as jewelry t-shirts and yeah pretty much it uh stay posted on that follow the page no evil dot label yeah and yeah that's about it mm -hmm. our whole week has been busy with no evil been busy with we're catching content, up yeah. content and then we kind of been sleeping in a little bit when we can i, I don't know what the heck is going on there yeah we've been we before hawaii we were on a roll waking up at like seven eight yeah <laughs> The last three, four days. We've well, been yesterday I woke up, up early because of spin. Because yeah. I'm trying to get back on my spin schedule, guys. The best thing you can do to get back on track is just to fucking get up and do it. But I didn't have spin this morning because I don't have a class early on Tuesdays anymore. And so I was like, I'm going to wake up on my own. I set my alarm at 8.45. We didn't wake up till 10 a.m. I still did my cardio, but it always makes me stress out when I push it so late. Because yeah. then my whole day gets started late. But yeah, I think it's just us still trying to get adjusted to the time. We're just so tired. I don't know. Anyways, all right. So I brought Chris as my guest today because I kind of wanted to ask him some questions that you girls haven't asked me. I kind of, these are questions that I want to get like a male's perspective on. I think these are really, really fun. Um, just because I have a man in the house that can answer it for you guys. So if you guys have any questions after this episode, send them my way. I always keep them down and I track them down. That way we can make another segment and ask Chris. So all right, number one. And keep keep in mind, this is going to be just my opinion. Right. So in no way am I 100% right for every guy ever. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm glad you said Disclaimer. that. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. And yeah. TM. <laughs> All right, so this first question, we've actually talked about this before, so we're not going to get too in 
too deep with it um but it's based i had someone else reach out and was like what is your opinion or your thought on your significant other going out to the clubs and you staying behind so i just wanted chris to kind of go over that question a little bit again because he did like cover it on the last episode that we did together um not the last but one of the episodes we did together so yeah what are your thoughts about men going out to clubs bars alone do you think there are bad there are bad intentions behind them wanting to go out and do you think women should be okay with them going out so i think uh pretty much what i said last time is uh you know if your guy had been a guy that was always out and about with his friends and then you came into the picture, you have to realize what you're signing up to. Like the guy is not going to automatically change the way he is, especially if that's his thing. Like that's his social uh, escape and it's going to stay his social escape unless you provide him with something different. But I don't think anything really kind of matches up to going out to bars and clubs. But, you know, if for some reason you guys got together, he was never that kind of person and then starts becoming that person. I think that's when you need to kind of worry just because, you know, he's probably getting influenced by outside uh, influences that are making him be someone different or trying to get him to go down the wrong path. In no way do I think that if the guy was a partier before or not, or if he had done clubs and bars before, I don't think it's necessarily bad that he continues doing them. But I do think it's bad when you first start dating and he prefers doing that over just being with you. Right. And then I think the only other thing that I could say is, uh, you know, with time, I do see that changing. If, you know, the guy starts taking you more serious, you guys start settling down. And, you know, for most for most people, it's a phase. Like, I know that when we first moved here, we were partying every weekend, going out to bars, clubs. And now we go like once a month. It's not yeah. really that big of a deal. Yeah. But there are some people who need that kind of uh, social interaction and it needs to come from somewhere. So. I mean, it's good and it's bad. I was just thinking about something while you're talking right now. And it's funny that I asked this question the way that I asked it, right? So, and Chris, the way that you're answering is based on your opinion. And I mean, I agree with a lot of the things that you say. But right now I'm thinking back and I'm like, okay, I'm asking a guy this question, right? Like, and we are, are as women are told that it should be okay, right? If he was doing it before, like you kind of said, and it was something that he did, and he had his buddies and everything. We we should kind of understand that it was part of his life, right? So, yeah, but it also de- depends on the friend dynamic. Do you trust his friends? Because, I mean, there's some friends that don't give a fuck about a relationship and they're going to push him to do sketchy shit still. So, I mean, the situation, the question just literally depends on the situation. Yeah, situation. because I also, what, what I was going with that is like, I'm asking in a guy's perspective of a guy, but what if a girl, that was her thing? What if she went bar hopping and clubbing every weekend and then she still wants to do it while they're dating? Yeah, see, this is where... Well, see, the, the, the difference between a guy and a girl doing it is that if a girl goes to the club with her girls, guys are going to approach her a lot more easily than a girl would ever approach a guy and his group of guys. The... The move most of the time always comes from the guy. So okay. if I'm out with my buddies, unless the girl's just really fucking confident or thirsty as fuck, there's no way I'm going to get hit on. But if a group of attractive women come to a club by themselves, no man, if they get a section or they're chilling at the bar, you're going to get offered free drinks. You're going to get offered, 
you're going to get hit on. Your dudes are going to rub their wiener on you. They're going to smack your ass. And, you know, there's there's more things at play. Like, yeah, it's fine for you guys to go out. Like, I would I would prefer if my girl would go to, like, a bar at a restaurant. Because it's a little bit safer environment. But club, I would not like you at a club by yourself. No. no I, 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 mean, I would be freaking the fuck out. You're more okay, like, if I go with a group of, like... Because you're okay when I go with, like, my team and stuff like that. Because you know that they're... Yeah, Other there's people, people there that I think are gonna be looking out with you for you. At least I would hope that they are. Yeah, yeah. So I feel confident, you know, you know, there's someone there looking out for you. If someone fucking tries making a move on you or disrespects you in some, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna up. fucking stick up for you. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's my philosophy. Yeah, least. but with you're saying like if a girl goes out with just girls, she's more easily accessible to guys. Yeah, but it just sucks that we have double standards like that. Yeah. Like it's just. And we could talk about this all day, yeah, but I was I just mean, thinking about this right now. By no means am I a sexist. I do think that females should be able to do the same as guys, but there are a lot of situations still given today's society that that's not true. Like, yeah. It, as much as you want it to be like, oh, equal, we're equal. No, you're not, though. Yeah. Like, society isn't there yet, and you have to be okay with that. and Or not okay with it, but you have to live your life by that means, by that understanding that, you know, men are still going to fucking yeah. look down on you and Sometimes. I think you, when you, and I think, you know, it has nothing to do with these questions that we're asking, but I think it's really good that we're bringing up this point because I was, until I had this conversation with Chris, I was really mad and I was like, feminist all the way, we should be equal. And what Chris made me see was that it's not that he thinks we're not equal or, you know, that I shouldn't think that we're equal. It's that society hasn't caught up to us. Yeah. And a good kind of example is like, no matter how well you are, you know, you think you're equal, whatever. Um, if you're an attractive female and you go out by yourself and you stop, let's say somewhere, not the best place or whatever, and there's guys around 80, 90%, 80 to 90%, there's a, there's an 80 to 90% <laughs> chance, sorry, that some guy is going to hit on you and going to be disrespectful towards you just because, to be honest, that's how society is. And that's not something that you can control. And then, you know, at first I was mad. I'm like, no, oh, men shouldn't fucking be like this. But then, he, you know, Chris was like, you have to understand that no, not everyone is raised the same way. And society's not at that point where it's like men still 100% respect women as equals. I guess that's a w good way to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really can't add much else to that. Uh, I think in that point in time, I had told you, don't put yourself in situations that you know is going to come down to that. Yeah. So if you could avoid it you know, prepare for it ahead of time or, you know, work around it. Right. Okay. All right. Next question. This was a good one. All right. What are your thoughts on boyfriends or husband watching porn? I think, again, this is all completely based on your relationship. But, I mean, I'm completely okay with you watching porn. Uh, you know, I had let you know that I was watching porn and you seemed okay with it. <laughs> and you kept telling me you were okay with it, but you know, I kind of came to the realization that you weren't. So I did yeah. stop. I actually did stop, but you know, I don't see, I personally don't see any harm in it. Uh, I think, I don't think it's a necessity by any means. Cause you could easily hold off, but it's a good release of just like tension It's cause it's so easily accessible for men and some females. I know that yeah. some females do watch porn and mm -hmm. they do masturbate. And just, you know, that feeling of orgasm is just like, it's just a release. Yeah. Like, you just feel like, ah, you're yeah. like, all right, all right, let's get on with our day now. Yeah. But 
there are some people that get addicted to it and then their whole life goes to shit because all they do is watch porn and masturbate. Right. So there are like, you know, extremes to, on both ends, but it's all about how healthy of a relationship you have with your significant other and how healthy of a, of a relationship you have with porn. Um, do you think, what do you think is the main reason men watch porn? Do you think, it, I mean. Just that release. I mean, like, there, like I said, there are dudes that are addicted to it. They just stuck in the fantasy. Uh, they're stuck in the, you know, the fucking hardcore categories where girls are getting choked out or fucking gang banged. And that's what they fantasize about. Yeah. And then they fucking just ruin their whole idea of sex from there on. Right. And then, you know, there's dudes that go on there like me that just wanted a quick nut and go on about their day. And that was that. Do you think that do you is there a reason why I think as a guy you would choose a quick nut per se than to just ask your wife for sex. Not everyone has a wife or a girlfriend. I'm saying like not everyone has that available to them, but if they are available, I'm asking you like, if you're in a relationship, I know based on my personal experience <laughs> that you're not always up for a quickie. So there's times where it's more convenient to just take five minutes out of my day. If I do feel like you know a little wound up to go and do that. And I'm sure most guys are like that. You know, he's like, you don't want to go and fucking do the foreplay and take the clothes off and, you know, mess up the bed and then have to shower. And like, why? Like, just go to the bathroom or whatever, wherever your spot is and get a, a what is it? A fa quick fast food meal. Yeah. Oh, instead yeah. of a whole ass dinner. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I think for us, um, I was OK with it a lot. And then I think I started getting less OK with it. When I think for me, it's more of like a jealousy thing because and not it's not jealous that I'm it's not that I'm jealous of the girls on the porn sites. It's that I'm jealous that he's more sexual than me. And I think this is something I'm working through therapy. I think for me, it was like I wanted him to always tell me like I'm, I was always OK with him doing it. But I'm like, tell me I'd rather you tell me because I don't know, like in my head, I'm like, OK, he's being honest with me and he's telling me he's masturbating, which is fine. But like. You know, I would get upset that I'm like, why am I not as sexual as him? Why am I not feeling the need? She on the come up, though, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She on the come up. Why would you need? So a uh, little plug in right here. But we started working with a company called Transcend. Yeah. I talked about it, it in It's the been last like podcast. two, three weeks now. And, you know, her sex drive's getting up there. Really? I, I feel like it has been. No, you, I have. I've been wanting to have sex. You've been, like, you've been throwing little, little hints <laughs> at me every night. Every you've, been, day. you've been staring at me different. I haven't I haven't like yeah I've been hornier <laughs> yeah I feel like recently we have been having like a lot of sex yeah Says right now I'm on my period but I just been a little hornier I guess my sex drive is gonna go up I'm complaining but I'm saying like I think for me natural level and that is something that now speaking about Tristan I forgot to mention in last week's episode I did tell them that I wanted to increase my sex drive a little bit and so I think check that's <laughs> i don't even realize so far, that check yeah. um so i think for me it was that it was like i was jealous that like my sex drive wasn't to par with his and i completely understand where like he's coming from in the sense of like sometimes men's sex drives are a lot higher and they just literally want that release because to be honest that release feels amazing i mean you girls <laughs> know too when you have an orgasm it's like <sighs> but like for me Unless like I'm really horny throughout the day, I have so much fucking going on in my head and I have so many things, other things on my mind that that release is not even on 
like in my mind and like yeah. you said like for me i feel like it's so much work like to undress to undo the bed and then like i mentioned last week i hate the gooiness i have to go and shower <laughs> like it's literally like so much of a process for me that i understand where you're coming from as far as like needing to do it i think for me now the reason and now we're going a little bit deeper into our relationship the issue that i've had with porn is not so much him watching it is more of like i and we've talked about it i've given if i give you videos and i produce content for you to masturbate with i would prefer you use that content versus other women does that make sense yeah and i think a lot of women would want and then that my next question was like do you think that porn sets unrealistic expectations for men it just depends on what they that guy's watching i've i myself other than just out of curiosity, you know, when you first start yeah, yeah. watching porn, I've never watched gangbang shit. I've never watched fucking, uh, what is it called when they like almost die? I don't like, know. I don't know. I, smug? Smug? I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched anything crazy, but there's dudes that could only get off to that. Yeah. So like, I think that sets unrealistic expectations or, you know, if like. I mean, so for example, like. As I'm sure some girls deal with this, where it's like, and they've looked at their porn, their husband or significant other's porn history. Girls who look, you know, like normal girls, like normal women, and then guys who are watching girls with like BBLs. I mean, what in what sense is porn different? In that sense, how is porn different than social media? What do you mean? If you know girls on porn have BBLs, so do girls on social media. So how is social media not going to be setting unrealistic expectations? No, I know, but I'm saying like, is it should be it should it be something concerning that if my significant other is watching? Like for for me, thankfully, I've looked at your if history. If you're a twig, if you yourself are a twig, and your husband's over here looking at like a BBW, like big beautiful women, whatever, then yeah, you should probably be like, oh shit, that ain't nothing like what I look like. Yeah. So something's going on here. So maybe it it'll like introduce or like <laughs> i don't even know how to word it maybe it's showing you a different side of your significant other yeah i don't know but that's never been the case for me i know what i like i like i like tight fit bodies yeah. and that's about it <laughs> and big asses sometimes oh yeah tight fit bodies and anal because well, your, your wife doesn't do that as much as much guys as much <laughs> but that might change in the next couple weeks <laughs> no. who knows that, no she, no no, no. Up, guys. listen guys his expectations right now i don't know what you're setting for yourself honey because that's not happening um but okay i mean i guess with that like and i do like i've i've searched this history on porn and i have been feeling good when i've searched your history i do feel good in the sense that like yes your what you watch is not anything crazy from like what I look like because yeah. it would be it would be a little bit hard like you said if I was like a twig or if I was a bigger girl and then you're watching like girls yes. who look yeah like yeah. 15 or whatever then it would be like a little bit concerning but I think you know something because I have talked about this in therapy too guys to get a um, different outlook it's like sometimes and I think you also said it like the curiosity of something different is what you're looking for did you say that no Okay, maybe I think my therapist. Uh, the guest that you had that was a stripper came and said that about how guys come into the strip club. Oh to, yeah, yeah. 
to 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 see something different, different than what they have at home right and i think that's what it is too it's just the curiosity of yeah. seeing something different but something that we talked about with my therapist what ends up happening with porn nowadays is that and which is like i told her i think it's also because guys i'm not a, a big I don't know a lot of thing about a lot of things about porn, like websites and stuff. I literally just asked him about a re- website recently, and I was like, "Do you Red know?" What, I was like, "Do you know what this is?" And he's like, "Yeah, why?" And I'm like, "Well, I just found out about it, and I wanted to see if you have it on your phone." He's like, "Why the fuck would I have this app on my phone?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know." And he's like, "Jasmine, I know about all these things." I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's just I don't keep up with it or where it." No, it's I like, just think you just never been. You didn't start off sexually curious, right? At a young age. Right. And most guys do. So they go out and they lock themselves up in their room and just type in porn on Google and see what pops up with different websites. Yeah, I guess. And, yeah. yeah. But like, you know, we talked about this in therapy. It's like, I just haven't really like, I'm not, you go into these porn websites. Recently, I know I heard that there are like porn websites for women who have like a storyline and it's more of what women <laughs> want. Because when you go to like Pornhub, these men are fucking ugly. They're like big bellied, hairy, unfit yeah, you, dudes. Well, imagine imagine if the basic Joe was going on Pornhub.com and the video they were watching was a fucking ripped ass built dude, looked like a model. His right. self-esteem is going to go down. But that's what I'm saying. But then this Bob watching who looks like complete garbage also has these unrealistic expectations that he's going to get this woman oh, as beautiful okay. as a porn star. I, I, I you see what I'm see saying? That. Like, yeah, so that's I, what I'm saying. Like these age. gross men, more, more to them if they can. Yeah. I mean, but it sets unrealistic yes. expectations for them because now they think, Oh, if this hairy dude got this girl or and, is having sex with this girl, anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. Why, why should they settle? If maybe there's some nine, 10 out there that likes that bods, you never know. I guess. They might pull a 9 or a 10 if they keep it up. I guess. So I think it's setting unrealistic yeah, expectations way, for the men, is. too. Because I'm like, why do these men think... These men are gross looking, and they think that they can pull this, like, <laughs> 8. I'm like, yeah. nah, not fam. But... Hey, we've seen it, though. We're like, that shit don't make sense. Yeah, but, you know, love. <laughs> Anyways, I, can, I think that's all I wanted to talk about with porn. I mean, obviously, I think we could go deeper, deeper, but... Yeah, just wanted to talk to you about that because I think porn is a big topic that a lot of girls have with their significant others. And it's the biggest thing is communication. I feel like no one feels comfortable talking about porn or anything sexual in relationships. Yeah. And you really have to talk about it, especially if you're going to progress in your relationship, if you're going to keep growing. Like, sex is a big, it's like, one of the three pillars in in marriage, I think, or in a relationship. Like, Talk about it. Yeah. Don't be don't be embarrassed. Yeah. If you if there's something in the back of your head that you've been wanting to try, talk to your significant other. Like right. otherwise, you're gonna live with it, never get fulfilled. So or you're gonna yeah. look for it all elsewhere yeah, when exactly. your significant other could possibly give you those. And needs. if and if you're hiding something, maybe your significant other is too. So you know, you guys could open up to one another and realize that maybe you're not as as far apart from each other as you thought. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. So what are your thoughts on a woman making the first move? Like I said, that's happened to me like once or twice where a girl just comes up to me and I freak the fuck out. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what the, fuck, like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, babe, babe, babe. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Like the girl has to be confident as fuck. Yeah. Man. And it's just kind of scary, intimidating sometimes. But I mean, respect to them. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That's fucking ballsy as fuck. But... 
it, it I mean, it kind of makes you makes a guy feel weird. It makes it has made me feel weird. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, go for it. If like, you were single, would you? You want made it? your first move. I mean, yeah, but I was 15 at the time. I matter. personally feel like I would still make the first move. Like if I saw, if I was single, and if I, I've told you, if I saw you. I would definitely make the first move. Except now she wouldn't make a move towards me. Yes, I would. Oh my God, stop. I think you're sexy. Look, I just, you just said I've been giving you, I've been eating you with my eyes. Um, our friends make fun of me, fun of us because we are that couple that literally undresses each other with our eyes at the gym because we just like stare at each other. But I feel like I'm the type of person, I have the personality that I would make the first move if I really was into the guy. Like, I don't know, like, I would probably wait a little bit, but if they are not making the first move, I would probably make the first move and just kind of see how it goes. Would you feel like if I made the first move on you, do you think you could like carry the conversation? If I were actually single, I feel like, yeah. But the situations that have come up is because I'm not single. I'm like, right. yo, what the fuck? Yeah. How, how do I handle this? Yeah. But I think of, you know, if I were single and you came up to me and be like, oh, hey, what's up? And then, you know, actually carry on a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All I'd right. probably be red as fuck at first. I'd be like, oh, shit. Do you know, like, ah, this is too much. I'm like, what, what would you, what was, like, the first thing that you would want to talk to a girl about? Is there something that you, I mean, that just, depends on what it was? Situation. Okay. Situation. No, but I think it's, I think it's bold if a girl makes the first move. But I think it's great if you can make the first move. Yeah, I mean, you're, if you just sit around and wait, nothing happens. Nothing might happen. So yeah. go ahead and take the I, chance. I don't like waiting on people. Go ahead and get a girl. <laughs> Go ahead and get a girl. All right. So next question. What does the inside of a vagina feel like? What do you think it feels like? Tight. Like, like. Well, I mean. Like your, your, your penis so like feels you, like. Based off of your experiences with your own vagina, what do you think it feels like? Well, I don't I'm not the type of person to finger myself. But, I mean, you've had to before. Like, you've had to put a finger in there, like, clean yourself out or whatnot. What do you... Who, it's, like, warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, a warm home. It's, like, it's like warm and gooey and, like, there's, like, ridges, right? Yeah. Like, it's just ridges. So, I mean, I guess... Is, is, yeah, I mean, like, I guess if you put your finger in, like, the side of your cheek... Yeah. That's kind of similar, yeah. Serious? But it's like all around your wiener or all around my wiener. So like it's like that like squishy, that squishy and, like and flesh. And the warmness is what gets, the feels good. The warmness and the wetness. The, is what feels good around it's, the penis. Yeah, but the, the honestly, the reality of it is it's like you really don't feel it too much. Like It's more of the... It's like the, the thought and just... Like, I don't know. I don't even because know, Because if, if it was just that feeling, then a hand job wouldn't do the job. No, so it's... hell no. Especially your hands. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what do you... <laughs> no disrespect, but I mean, you got calluses, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no disrespect? Are you already like, calling I'm out my hands? I'm saying like in regards to how your hands feel in reference to your vagina, they're completely different. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just the wetness that like is what feels good because the hand is so different. So it's more of like the the friction on the penis right yeah the constant friction squeezing and moving moving on the penis right because like you actually don't feel the ridges in the vagina or anything you just feel the wetness and the warmness okay yeah and then it's just the, the friction just build up and build up and you know and then you 
and then you know. Yep. All right. Also, question, because I, I don't know if I'm just this type of person, but when, if I, if a woman is giving a guy a hand job, right, do they continue giving the guy a hand job as he's coming? As he's coming, yes. Okay. So as he's After coming. After the fact, just kind of let it settle because. When they're completely done coming. Yeah, because it's just, yeah like let it settle afterwards because right after your the tip of your wiener is so fucking sensitive you're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's happened before. <laughs> you're like oh shit i'm it's okay i'm done i'm like okay uh, all right all right that was just like you know a little little sex tip there all right how would you deal with a partner that has a low sex drive i feel like we get this a lot <sighs> you go first <sighs> I feel like you and I have experienced it a lot with prep and stuff. Like sometimes you yeah, have. Yeah, but that's different because I feel like you understand the situation and you're right. kind of like, yeah, you still get frustrated, but you understand they're tired. You understand that their hormones aren't up to par. So what would you do? Oh, like if you if, were always. If like- I was always like that. Hmm. That's a great question. I really, I really don't know how to answer, but. You know, there are supplements and there are companies out there, <laughs> plug transcend, that, yeah. that'll help, you know, because yeah. honestly, it comes down to a hormone thing. It comes down to nutrition, you know, how healthy you are as a person. You know, the healthier you are, the more energy you have, the more energy you have, the better your sex drive will be at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I think it all comes down to hormones. And I definitely think that if you have a low sex drive or your partner has a low sex drive and you talked about it, there are supplements out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know. And there's some that are just over the counter too, yeah. like DHEA, that, that one's a, you know, a precursor to sex, sex hormone or like sex hormones that will increase your sex drive. So, you know, just making sure that your blood work is where it needs to be, uh, you know, age, shouldn't really be a big factor especially given what we know now you could shoot yourself up with hormones as a dude to be back in that normal range and sex drive would be great yeah and there's nothing wrong with you if your hormones are low there's a lot of things that yeah it happens and factors like for me you know i did my blood test and they asked me like hey how do you feel with your sex and i was like honestly i feel like it could be a little higher for some reason recently it's been feeling not extremely low um, but I, I wanted a little bit higher because I want the sex to come from me because a lot of the times the sex comes from you wanting to have sex and then I want to have sex with yeah. you, but me initiating, it's a little bit hard. So now I feel like that I am on my supplements. I've been initiating it more, which I like, cause I think it, it has that balance, but I think there's nothing wrong with it. I think if you can talk to your significant other about it and say, Hey, you know, I feel like your, our sex drives aren't matching and I would like your sex drive to be a little better. And I would hope that that person yeah. would want to make an effort because then that's where it's a little fucked up. If the other person doesn't want to make an effort and you're kind of like, well, shit. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it just comes with, you know, putting it out there. Like some, sometimes the other person might not realize that they're, you know, mm-hmm. dropping the ball. Like, uh, like just let them know, Hey, you know, you're not giving me the attention I need. And more than likely they'll probably pick it up if it's something, you know, that, has only just been happening but if it's been going on for a while you know there might be some hormone issues there or there might be some you know deeper relationship issues yeah i was gonna say there might be deeper relationship issues something you may want to look into but if it's a hormonal thing it definitely can be fixed um but but yeah i definitely think sex is such a big part of your relationship that if 
your sex drive was always low, I would, the number one thing is like, let's go get it checked out so we could figure what to do. And then if you were just a person who didn't want to have sex, I don't know. I don't know. There would have to be a deep conversation there. A lot of toys or something. I don't know. Yeah, there'd have to be. But even, yeah, it'd be a, what would you do? Like, what if I didn't, what if I was asexual, which I didn't like to have sex at all? We don't have to have a deep talk. I'm going to need something more than just my hand and your, your hand. Yeah. No, I know. I feel like I, I feel like if you were asexual, I would be like, like, I need like a Jose in the corner. <laughs> why does it got to be a Jose? I don't why, know. I'm just thinking of. the thing we were watching? The, like, why not a Eugene? Oh, yeah. Why Eugene not? ain't going to be a better lover than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't say it. Raphael. <laughs> what were we watching that stuff? I don't know, Some comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some comedian. Yeah. He was like, uh, I don't even remember. What was it? What was like, he had an open relationship and his partner was like, yeah, I'm going to go meet up with my, with my other person now. And he's like, Guess what his name is? Raphael. That sounds like he a better lover than me. Yeah. Like, why can't he be a Eugene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think I would need like a Jose. Because I I know personally with me, like toys and just me by myself is just not. Nothing compares to flesh. Yeah, nothing compares to flesh. So anyways, that's just something you may want to talk to your significant other about. But if it is prep and stuff like that. That's an actual thing, guys. Like when you're in prep or your your significant other's competing, their sex drive is really low. And I think that's just something you have to understand. Um, and then sometimes you just got to be the one to get them going, right? Like maybe they're really tired, but you start dancing for, with them in their little thong, your little thong or something, then you might get them up. So it, it, works, it works when I do it for Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Can guys... Just get turned on by looking at a woman. Shit, I, I do all the time. <laughs> by looking at me. Well, that should be inferred. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. Okay, and if your man doesn't get turned on by just looking at you, does that mean anything? Nah, it doesn't mean nothing. Because, I mean, not every time that I look at you, I pop a boner. It's just like, you know, you're like, ooh, I could do something right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's weird? Have you, like popped a boner to another female i actually haven't and i could put that on like whatever you want like just seeing someone like at the gym or out and about i've never have okay but i have to you but i think it's because my my mind wonders i'm like fuck that ass look good i bet you I bet you uh go clap real nice right now <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait you sometimes oh my god I, I just don't think that way about other women when i when i see them but i think that way about you yeah i mean you're my wife yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i could disrespect you a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll literally just be eating something be like your mouth look real nice i got a boner i'm like what the i'm just eating this fucking celery stick or some shit um but okay i was just wondering like if it was if guys just pop boners to other women, like if a guy's at the club and sees me. Do you oh, I'm for sure there's guys that get off to other girls. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, just pop boners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just probably like a natural thing. Like yeah, a, I mean, you can't just, help it. Just look at nature everywhere. When you put a fucking. A fucking uh, horse a just horse gets next a boner. To a female horse, it just pops out with yeah. nothing happening. Or fucking Hermes be walking around with boners sometimes too. <laughs> like. Come on. He does, guys. Oh, my God. It's looking at Hermes. And he looks so tired, but he's walking around. <laughs> <the fucking little> <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> it's 
So our dog is a Frenchie, guys, and he's just he's an older Frenchie. He's so chill. He's so chill. But yeah, sometimes he's just like chill, walking out with a little boner. He's just happy. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I was just wondering because I know you do it with me, so I was like, I wonder if other guys pop boners just by looking at other females. But okay, all right. What do you think makes men want to commit? Is it the right woman? Is it the pressure? Or do you think it's true when they say they have to get that ready themselves first? That's all on a situation basis as well. Yeah. You know, for, for some, it's about timing, you know, where they are in their life, how ready they are to settle down, how well they, they're set up for their future financially, you know, if they're school, not in school. And then sometimes it just comes down to meeting the right person. Like yeah. that one person will be like, it'll make you click and be like, oh shit, this is who I'm supposed to be with the rest of my life. Or sometimes it could be pressure. And then they're like, oh shit, I have to change now. But you know, it's not always a bad thing. I feel like sometimes, you know, getting that outside pressure could, could make a significant change for the better in a person's life. I think so too. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you don't want to pressure a significant other. I pressured you. I feel like it was the best thing we could have done. Yeah, yeah, honestly, honestly, it was. I mean, and and I could then I wasn't ready. And looking back at myself now, I don't think I would have been ready even by my standards. I don't think I would have been ready until like maybe last year. Yeah. But, you know, it 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 brought us closer and made us grow together, push together. And, you know, yeah, I think pressure is a good thing. And I feel like. You guys are like, God, don't pressure me. I think sometimes you got to pressure them, especially if you've been in those long relationships yeah. where it's like five, seven years and they you're still not ready for marriage. I just, I'm not that person. I would be like, I'm out. Like you got to either pressure them or like, I do believe you might not be the right woman because I, I do believe that if you are the right woman, they'll want to settle down with you. They'll want to start not like a family, but they'll want to settle down and build a home and build a family, just you two together. So I think, yeah, like I think every case is different, but I think that pressure is a good thing. It can be a good thing. And, you know, especially when it's like those, those long relationships. But I mean, I also do think it's true when they say like, I think a lot of guys really do want their life at a certain place. It just takes a long time for them to get to that place. And and you have to also think, you know, for most people, I know that we're not, I, I wasn't like this. For most people, when they think of, I'm ready to marry, it means they're also ready to start a family. Yeah. So in their, in the guy's head, they're like, fuck, if I ask this girl to propose, if I ask this girl to marry me, it means that I'm going to have to provide for a family real soon. Am I in a position to provide for that family? Shit, I don't even have a home. So, you know, there's, there's, a, lot there's a lot of things that go behind right. the proposal. But, you know, then, there, then there's also people like me who never really wanted kids. And so, yeah, it's, it's all situation based. Right. And I think it's also a conversation that you can have with your significant other where it's like, hey, just because we're getting married doesn't mean that I feel the pressure that I want to pressure you into thinking we need kids soon. Yeah. But there are women who are like, make me a housewife in the next six months. Literally, like there's women who literally are like, marry me and have a baby with me in the next six months. Excuse me. And that can be very stressful for a guy i can't imagine a guy who's like oh shit now i gotta provide for myself for this woman who likes to shop and she want a baby already and she want to be a stay-at-home mom like it's a lot of pressure especially if that's the life that you want that man need to be making bank let me just tell you that because you know money doesn't solve all the problems but it definitely helps situations all right so we have two more is there a difference 
between an orgasm by oral and an orgasm by penetration? Or is the orgasm the same? The orgasm is the same, but the journey there is different. Okay. Like, well, yeah. Because, like, oral feels a lot different than penetration, vagina penetration. Yeah. Because I could feel your tongue. You use your hands. Like, there's a lot more going on. That's weird, though, because it, there's a lot more going on, but it takes a lot longer to build up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, or at least in my, in my situation, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, God, it takes forever. So, like, when you finally get there, you're like, oh, yes, this was nice. And then, you know, vagina is just like, pretty much you're feeling the same thing the whole time, but you get there a lot quicker. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that good at giving head. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty, you're pretty great from what I, I, I know. <laughs> Cause I'm like, man, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like expecting it to be faster, but I'm also expecting it to be within like three minutes. <laughs> and that's not how it works. Um, to be honest, I'm not like, I am not one of those people who loves giving head. I'm just not that person. I love giving Chris head. And there are moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to give you head, but there's women who love giving head. Not me. That's not just not me. I'm, I'm honest, but yeah, I was just wondering, like, if it's different, though, if, like, it just feels different. No, I mean, an orgasm an orgasm. Just the way you get there is different. Yeah, the way you get there. I guess for me, too, because the times that I've had an orgasm, when you've gone down on me, plus use fingers, versus when I am riding you, yeah, it feels like the one where... It, you're giving me oral feels great, but the one where I'm riding is like the journey there is just like, <laughs> oh, it's like Kevin. So I just, yeah, I think for me it's a little different, but I was just wondering if it was like, do you do you, you think guys have a preference? Do you have a preference? I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I I feel like 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 the way you just described it, you're saying that your orgasms are different. I feel like for me, a nut to nut, they they feel the same. Okay. I mean, there's times where it feels way fucking stronger than other times, yeah, but yeah. I think that's just like that's in that fucking okay. specific moment. Right, right, right. Like, I don't think it's anything me. that we did no. differently. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> it's just that day was a lot of buildup or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, I'm thinking about me. It's because, yeah. Yeah, it's... Jasmine be over here fucking <laughs> taking Stop. pieces no. of skin out. <laughs> Now, we're not giving them this much, okay? That's too much information, okay? We're not letting people picture the way I do that. Okay, uh, <laughs> last question. And finally, is it true that men can't just be friends with women? Cannot be friends? Mm -hmm. I think I think you could be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's both parties' responsibility to set up the expectations and, and what's acceptable within that friendship for it to stay a friendship. Right. Like, the second that you let, like, a fucking sexual innuendo pass, I don't think you yeah. can ever go back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think so, too. I mean, I have... A lot of your guy friends are really Oh, yeah, for sure. Me. Like, I actually bond more with guy friends until literally the last few years that I built my own really good girlfriends. And that's still, like, maybe three. I'm so much closer to guys. I feel like I connect with guys better. Like, I think it's because I, I have like this mom, I want to take care of them energy <laughs> kind of thing. And yeah. I feel, and honestly, kind of looking back, 
all of high school, like, I think the closest group of friends I had was a group of girls. Yeah. Like uh, Mimi, Leticia. They oh, to yeah, you did. Them. Yeah, like Karen. Yeah. I hung out with them more than I did with my guy friends. Like, I also shared classes with them. They didn't share any classes with my friends. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible because, I mean, I did it with all them. Yeah. And there was never anything sexual. Yeah, I think it's just, like, a bond that you have. Um, and I think it it's the same thing with girls. Like, when with guys and guys and girls and girls, like, sometimes you have, you know, you build different, different relationships with different people because of the connection you make. And sometimes you can actually make a genuine connection with a guy that is just purely like i want to be friends with you there's no sexual intention i do think that sometimes obviously friends fall in love with each other and then yeah, i think friends you know true. friends develop feelings but i think it's very important that you set those boundaries and you don't do things that are sexual you're you don't put your friend in a situation where they become the boyfriend or the girlfriend does that make sense mm -hmm. so but i do think that guys can be really close friends with girls you know and i feel like you know with in my situation if I was to go out, I would make sure like one of Chris's guy friends was there because if Chris is not there, I know that they have my back and they're there to protect me. And it's just a different environment. But um, yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Anything else you want to add, mister? No. This is a good segment. <laughs> I feel like we let them in way too much into our sex life. It is what it is. It is what it is. Damn it. Sex tape's sex. coming soon. Oh my God. No. No. Only fans. No. Coming soon. No. No. All right, guys. All right. Anyways, hope you guys. Oh, fuck. I just cracked my neck again. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Um, like I told you guys before, the Transcend link will be in the bio. Um, they're literally not sponsoring this, but I, from what I've, they're sponsoring me, Jazzy Fit on Instagram, but they're not sponsoring the provocative. But I just feel like there's so many of you girls that there's can a lot run. of benefits to it. Yes. Even like, as a guy, like right now, I, I've been working with them just as long as Jasmine has. Like uh -huh. I, I'm paying for my services because I'm not popular enough, you know. But whatever. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I look better at the gym. I feel better. I feel like my energies, other than the fact that we're sleeping in, is better. Um, right now, I'm just kind of trying to get all my base things, you know, kind of settled. But I already feel better. Yeah, you look better, and you look like you feel better. And never mind. I was gonna say something, but that but might, no, that no. might be a little bit too much. No, you I've been waking up in the mornings <laughs> with with morning wood every fucking day. Oh yeah, you have. And I mean that doesn't happen in like in high school, but you know then you get older and it goes away. But you know it's, it's back. Yeah, it's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. I looked at you this morning and I was like, "Damn, daddy." Why are you licking your lips though? <laughs> yeah, I mean it helps. So I mean definitely check it out. Yeah. I have the link in my bio as well for any guys that want to click it. Uh, just you know, Jasmine Pineda referred you, and that that's all. Yeah, so if girls are listening and you think your man might need it, definitely highly recommend. Like for the sex drive, for for all the different things, because also if their sex drive is low, it can mean that their testosterone is low. Their energy is going to be low if their testosterone is low. They they might be feeling a little depressed if their testosterone is low. So all that has to do hormonal, guys. There's so many things that you guys don't understand that it's all hormonal. I literally just but they, told Chris. They also look at your kidneys, your yeah. livers. They look at everything. That way. You know, if there is a health concern, they're going to help you address it. It could, It's more than just hormones. Right. So, but I mean, I just told him, I'm like, you look better. And then his energy recently, he just has, I can tell he has like, you're alive. Because usually you're, huh? I'm glowing. You are, you are glowing. And I, you know, you know, I was giving myself like a two, three weeks to feel a difference. But now you're like, your sex drive has been high. I'm like, you're right. That's has been. Check. Every day you've been. You've been doing some, so. Well, you waking up with that morning wood, baby. 
<laughs> all right okay gotta, gotta chop it down. Uh, no oh my god okay okay we're done all right guys thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in i love you guys hope you guys enjoyed this segment let me know what you guys think in the comments or dm me let me know what you guys think of my guests here if you like having them on um yeah and i'll see you guys next week bye Oh, 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 oh,